0: sadek
1: and i'm christian
0: and this is episode 122 of shades of brown uh at
1: uh, this week is this week where we're trying not to get demonetized <laughs> <We don't... laughs>
0: i mean I, I don't think you can get i mean we're not monetized the first so i don't think we could get demonetized like it's like we'd have to get monetized to get demonetized I, don't
1: think- I mean hey listen i will i will take in these trying times of me deciding to be unemployed as soon as this hits i will take uh being monetized for a little bit and then getting demonetized but um jokes aside um Everyone's basically been talking about the uh, whole COVID situation this entire week, but at the very least, we did have a leaked build of iOS 14 go come out, and so I think we're probably going to talk about that, and then we'll we'll get into some some other bits later. It's
0: it's uh, it's coming close to WWDC, which by the way is is going to be online. I should just mention that right now. Uh, but there are some there were some leaks uh as as it happens i think every i think this year the leaks are more like there are more leaks is, is that like a thing like i don't i don't know if i don't remember
1: it's not it's not this war leaks is that so what happened is that a build from december ended up getting into the hands of some of the press so that's why we have a whole bunch of leaks hitting now oh
0: i see okay so we have uh apparently there is a new fitness the, the apple is working on a new fitness
1: app this is gonna be for the watch they're essentially doing guided like workouts through through um through the workouts app which is which makes sense right because there's there's a nike run um app which i use sometimes well do like a while you're running it'll have someone to talk or like tell you how to do form and stuff and then it'll also like interleave it with music while you're going for like a, a trying to train for a 5k or whatever and i feel like there's there's use in that yeah Um, or they can go full Peloton
0: (laughs) yeah it's like Apple has been really focusing on the fitness stuff over the past few years right and it's like that is fine I think the Apple watch is really like actually incredibly good at what the fitness stuff is actually very well done so I like anything that improves that is fine by me but
1: like Although there's, um, there's another, this one isn't in the rumor roundup, but the Verge posted. There's a new watch face that's nothing but a country's flag. Uh, Apple? Oh. Uh. <laughs> this is an amazing thing because you know, I know for like, I feel like the only time it is ever okay to have a country's flag on your watch as if it's the world cup yeah if it's like the world cup that is the only time it is ever okay to be that if you're
0: you're at the olympics i don't know
1: uh, olympics you know like you know like go go canada like oh mother canada whatever the song is right (laughs) (laughs) i don't fucking know but it that's the only time it is ever acceptable to have that i personally feel but i mean hey i you know for a fact. There's now going to be all those boys who wear the America, the American flag shorts. They're going to have the American flag on their watch, and um, you know, they'll be driving their pickup trucks, and it's being, it's a, it's a mood. At least you know straight up that that's, that's the person you don't want to talk to. So I you guess know? you know maybe maybe that's what it is. Maybe this is just like a detector for people who I probably don't want to be around. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, it's like if you have the if you have the American flag displayed on your Apple Watch, I don't want to be speaking. to.
1: Damn it. <laughs> Although as well, we have another um, Watch 07 leak as well, where sleep tracking is now supposed to be actually shipping there and that there's going to be a, like a personalized sleep goal in the health app.
0: So so this is the thing. People have been asking for this uh, for, uh, for a long time. And apps like um, Sleep Plus Plus, which I use, uh, great app, by the way, uh, fantastic app. Uh, so like Apple is going to Sherlock all these apps, right? Like, so that's eventually, I think it was, I think, I know, I think David Smith knew this, uh, when he developed Sleep++ Plus Plus, and that eventually I think Apple will, uh, implement this functionality into their, into their, uh, watch. I, like, I'm, I don't know if I like, if, like, what happens to these apps? Like, so does the, so the, all that data is still there in the health app, I guess. But like, now I'm, now I'm supposed to go use the built-in one. I guess the built-in one probably better for your battery life. Uh, I'd imagine, like, using sleep plus plus is like not like sleep plus plus is kind of like, um, it's kind of like a hack, right? Like, it's, it's not, it's using the, like, the, 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 the various, like, uh, sensors on the Apple watch, right? And it is, It's actually interpreting that data to basically figure out when you are sleeping and when you're not sleeping right like that is what it's doing so like now you have like apis like sleep kit is there gonna be like a sleep kit thing sleep
1: like, kit. <laughs> sleep... <laughs> that's an amazing name for for an api for like an sdk just gonna to say it outright sleep kit somebody said like apple's gonna release sleep kit like
0: what if you want to integrate with sleep kit maybe you can do that maybe sleep plus, plus will just like become uh
1: a... I, I feel like sleep plus will probably have its place for the analytics because while the health app can provide analytics, it's extremely difficult to, like, drill down and actually get yeah, that it's data. Not,
0: it's 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 definitely sort of a high level. Of, like, I think definitely apps could, like, differentiate on providing, like, nice graphs and, like,
1: actual. Yeah, because Sleep++ right now gives you, like, statistical data, right? So, in fact, I'll pull it up right now. I can pull it up on mine. Um... Yeah, yeah.
0: Sleep++ Plus Plus is uh, extremely good. I, I, I've I been using it for a long time now. I forget sometimes.
1: So you can have sleep goals. It can tell you basically what's your sleep duration score, right? So say mine is I at least want 7 hours of sleep a night and it'll average it out and tell you on average how close are you to that goal. Yeah, so it,
0: it, yeah, so it has like a little uh it has like a trends view, right? Like where it will like show you typical nights and like uh sleep duration score uh and yeah, that's that's really cool and it's actually fair, pretty accurate. Like Sleepstats is, is like the way it works like I, I said it was a hack, but it 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 it's, it, it works very well as as what it does. Um, so that's I guess I, I don't know if Apple's going to release an API. Maybe not. Maybe maybe they will. Maybe they won't. Uh, but I'm I'm curious what will happen to uh, like I imagine people are going to still going to use C plus uh, plus because of those analytics stuff but most people
1: i mean well so like i i use workouts plus plus because it just lets you it lets you customize for like runs and stuff so much more of the um actual face of the of the watch while you're running and i find that more useful than the stock one apple provides
0: yeah there's definitely like even when apple sherlock something um it is, like, there's definitely, like, places where Apple, like, Apple keeps, like, Apple has a very specific design mentality. They're trying to design for, like, a large group of people, right? Like, a very general, like, use case scenarios, right? Like, they don't have very, like, like, Apple doesn't do, like, those analytics stuff very deeply because, like, They think, like, their user testing shows that most people don't care, right? Like, so, but there's always going to be people who really want that sort of, like, extremely, like, like math-based, like, statistical analysis, graphs, and stuff like that, right? For fitness and sleep and, uh, like, body-related stuff. So, like, there's always, like, a market, I think, for, like, Sleep++ uh, and Workouts++ and apps like that, right?
1: Yeah, because it's meant more for, like, the more enthusiast fitness crowd, right? And yeah, yeah, that's the thing. App always focuses
0: on sort of like a light, lighter user base, like not as uh, enthusiastic. Like, yeah, so that's that's fine.
1: Oh. And you can also um, share watch faces now from the watch app. I'm gonna love spamming your iMessages with nothing but but watch I mean, shitty watch faces wait, what? That I made.
0: What do you mean, like share watch faces? Do you just like? so
1: safer so i i have right now i use the modular watch face with um oh my god don't go off oh my god, the (laughs) voice assistant went off because i left my watch up but um (laughs) i hate computers but so i have the modular watch face with fantastical activity plus plus and then dark sky at the bottom so i can share that watch face that layout to you that you can apply to yours i i don't i don't know why like, I don't know what's the point of that. Yeah, that's
0: like, that's a little, like, I don't, I don't understand what's the point of that. But like, I guess, sure. I mean, if, if somebody wants, like, I guess it's like to help people set up, maybe like when you're at the Apple store, like the employee can like make a watch face for you and share it with you, like and easily you can just, uh, I, yeah, I guess, I mean, there's probably some use cases for it, but it sort of feels like that sort of thing would make more sense if Apple actually let you make custom watch faces on the watch or on the phone, right? Like extremely, like more customizable than the ones that they have, right? Like, you know, as, as people have been asking for a while.
1: And as well, there's, um, there's the most important news is that watch apps will no longer be based on extensions, which is very vague because I could mean, right, that going forward, watch um, the original extension kit gets depreciated or starting with watchOS 7, they won't run. And those are two very different like worlds, right? Because if it is a world where watch um, watch apps based off of extensions no longer are like officially supported but still function, then it, I guess to back up, what extensions yeah, are is... Yeah, I was about is, to ask, what, an, what is the difference? So you have that? two kinds of watch apps, right? You have standalone watch apps. And you have extension-based ones. The standalone watch app can be installed from the app store, run on its own without the phone. The extension-based one is when you install an iPhone app, there's a little uh, separate package in the um, iOS app bundle with the watch app. And that gets installed on the watch via the phone.
0: Aren't most watch apps at this point extensions?
1: So most existing watch apps are extensions. A lot of third-party ones have been moving to the new standalone one. Because if you want SwiftUI, you have to be a standalone app. So Overcast is an extension-based one. Most media players, I believe Spotify likely is an extension-based one.
0: I, I I think like the one I use a lot is the OmniFocus one, and I'm, I'm pretty sure that's an extension as well because it sometimes gets out of sync with the watch. Uh, like it has to sync with the with phone.
1: the phone. Yeah, there. That's the main benefit of extension is that there's an API for sending messages basically back and forth between peer to peer from the watch to the uh, to the phone. And right now, I believe Marco was talking about ATP, and it's it's been a while since I've done watch stuff. I the last time I was do- I programmed stuff for, for the Apple Watch was. Back when it was WatchOS 2, and it was before SwiftUI became a thing, but essentially it was you had a provider API that would allow you to send you know, just regular messages back and forth, and it just shits out sometimes, which is why watch syncing sucks like an omnifocus. It, it literally, like the API is just unreliable, but it kind of works, and that's how most watch apps built. Uh, but you essentially, for as of right now, there isn't a new syncing API for the watch and the phone. that That's the main issue, right? So if you do a standalone watch app, like Things and Fantastical, you have to be signed into your Things account or Fantastical account because you use a cloud node, like Relay, right? To to send data back and forth between the phone and the watch. And there's not an iCloud version of that available at the moment. There's not a cloud kit for the watch. So if, if Apple was to stop extensions from working, I imagine a lot of watch apps just die.
0: Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. That also, like... I think Apple is pushing for watch the watches to eventually become basically independent, right? Like, like be able to work on their own without being tethered to the phone more, right? Like, they want to make the watch more independent and like stop relying on extension apps to work. Like, it's like, but like, they, I don't think they're going to remove them entirely next watch OS because I think that would be too drastic. Like, you'd have, they would have to give developers like a, uh, like, a period of time to let them, like, write new or rework their existing extension-based app, uh, watch apps, to be, like, more, more like, independent apps. Like, they, they're going to have to give time. Like, there's, I don't think there's enough time between now and the release of watchOS 7. Uh, what, what is it? WatchOS 8? Is it? It's uh, 7. 7. Uh, so, like, there's not enough time between now and then for all these developers to get 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 in gear and like rework their apps. Like it's, I think they're gonna ha- they're gonna probably just gonna be like, hey, we're gonna we're gonna in the in a feature release we're gonna uh, extensions are gonna stop working, so you should start moving your uh, watchKit app like watch watchOS apps to uh, to ind- being independent, right? Like that's I think they should have like some sort of timeline instead of like. Just, just just removing extension based. I think that will just be bad because then a lot of apps will break and then people, users are gonna get mad at Apple, right? Or like
1: Well, I mean, how many people really use watch apps to begin with? right? I mean, so it's, true, a, people, but, I mean that's true, but people
0: I mean what if the, like, the Omnifocus app just breaks next to watch and because like omnigroup isn't ready? I mean, like for whatever reason. And like, and that, did,
1: and I believe most developers, say like your bank or someone who has a watch app that works right now. They're not going to rewrite their watch app. They're going to depreciate it because that's already been happening. Twitter lost its watch app. Um, Instagram did. I mean, to be fair, those ones never made sense on the watch to begin with. But that's going to lead to likely just people not caring about rewriting their watch apps. Yeah, and
0: like most most apps, most apps are extensions right now, and it's like, yeah, they're going to have to give developers some time if they're going to do this. Like if you, if you want to depreciate uh, depreciate extensions, then. They have to have some sort of deprecation period. Like that's like
1: I think that's pretty Because essentially you're asking not even them to rewrite them without extension kit, but also rewrite them in Swift UI, because remember standalone watch apps.
0: Yeah. Which is like that's not a just that's not a simple thing to do, right? Like that's the like, entirely new language. Like if your app is written like if your watch out what's this app is written in what? Like Objective C right now? Like you, you you have to rewrite it? Like that's um that that's a lot of work. Like that's a that's an entire project uh so yeah I, I don't think apple's gonna remove them yet um
1: i i feel like yeah i feel like they're just gonna mark them as like appreciated and say hey in a future release just this is going to go away it's like the way 32
0: bits slowly uh went away on mac os right like they for years they like tried to get developers to move right so that's that's watch os so let's talk about ios a little bit right um uh, message let's talk about messages because i think messages has a bunch of stuff that that's worth talking about is uh so there's there's some new uh iMessage features uh the first one is uh at is at mentions uh which is uh if you're in a if you're in a group chat uh, with a bunch of people somebody can at you with with your name and it will i guess um like like if you have the if you have the conversation muted i would assume it would just ping you for that message right I think that's that's probably how it would work. I would imagine that's that makes sense to me because that's how like other messaging apps do it, like Telegram, right? Like if you're in a busy group chat and somebody can like at you directly and you'll get a notification even if the group chat is muted for notifications, right? Uh so this is fine, right? This is just like a quality of life feature. I don't think this is like a, like a massive feature. but like.
1: However, what I'm more excited for is uh, the Messages app finally coming to Mac, even if it is a Catalyst app. Because right now you have a Messages app on Mac OS, but it supports nothing that the iPhone app does. Oh,
0: right. <laughs> So I forget about that because I don't use my Mac, so I forget that.
1: Uh, yeah, I mean, it's good for texting, and that's about it. But if you want like any of the other stuff iMessage provides, like stickers, um, iMessage apps, uh, what else? I mean, do you really want
0: iMessage apps on macOS? Do you really care about those? Stickers, uh,
1: yes. Yeah, stickers are iMessage stickers, apps. Stickers, yeah.
0: Oh, stickers! I must okay. A, also, okay, Apple
1: sure. Pay from the um from the uh, like peer to peer Apple Pay stuff, right? Sending cash to Apple Pay that is something I do, and I don't like. I mean, pulling out my phone like is uh a not that annoying, right? But it'd be nice to just do it all from one computer instead of having to like go find my phone and do it from there.
0: Yeah, feature parity is good. Uh, so, uh, what are they going to rewrite the uh, app to be count like a countless app? Is that is that what?
1: I mean, they probably just port the iPhone app or the the iPad app over. Because that would be good enough. Like, this is, like, one of those things that Catalyst makes sense for, like, a, a messages app, right? Like, you know, hashtag fuck Electron. But, yeah, it makes sense. It makes sense for, like, a chat app and that.
0: So, there's another feature that I, I was 14 messages. um, Retract message retraction, which is... I, I don't know how I feel about this because it's, like... um I mean, sometimes yeah, you like send something that you didn't mean to send, and it's like you want to retract that. But also, like, I don't know if it can be used in a bad way. Like, I I don't know, like if uh, I, I what do you think about this? Like, is this like a thing that you?
1: Well, in Telegram, you can delete for both right now, and it'll tell you, someone that the message has been deleted, and it will tell them what that message was. So it is already a feature that exists in some forms. It exists on Facebook Messenger as well, I believe. So it's not it. It's I guess. I guess with with this feature, it's not that the feature itself is strange, more so that the social and cultural norms we have around, say, telling someone like messaging someone be like your mom's a hoe, and then deleting that, like you know, like you still said that their mom's a hoe. Yeah,
0: but and then you delete it, and then what does that like, I, like what is this? Um, yeah, like the social aspects of messaging. It's like what, like when what you send a message like from before this there's expectation the person will not be able to retract it and the, the person will have the message
1: you know i think i think this is something that we might have to consult the teens on it
0: well that's you know, you know you, you're right like the 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 notion of ephemeral messaging is not
1: i mean think about it. you can flirt really well with this you could this plus read receipts right you could probably be like, like i could imagine like someone you know like you're 16 you know you just got you just got the new animal crossing switch you know you got that drip <laughs> You know, you're trying to, you're trying to, you, you've, been, you've been flirting with this, with this cutie on Discord, you know, you chill and it's all, it's a vibe, it's a, it's a vibe, bro. You know, you've been making them TikToks, you know, um, I sound so fucking old right now. Yeah, you, you know, sound you've like been, 40 years you know you're you're a mobile accomplisher you know you hit that you hit that brand you know you you love retweeting Wendy's and you're gonna you're gonna go ahead and send you know you send a little flirt seat you know to 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 some cutie you got on discord no you don't flirt on discord though nah discord's only when you when you hype up Overwatch League and um checks notes um call of duty league Is where you hype that up, right? See, so what you go do is you go pull up the iPhone, you get the iPhone 11 Pro, got a colorware because you got to have that special drip. And then you send her a message or him or them or them or all of them, right? You send him a message and you're just like, uh, yo, uh, would you be, would you be my old? I don't know. Like what's an overwatch for someone to do, right? Would it be like a, would it be like, you want to go alt together? Like, I don't know, something like that. And then you, and then you retract it afterwards. What you saw, I'm writing. fucking
0: dying over here. I'm fucking dying because it's like uh, I, I have some Overwatch related. I'm not gonna say them because uh, th- that that's not. Then for we'll this get we'll podcast. really get demonetized. No, I know it's it's <laughs> that's not for this podcast. I'm saving those for uh, yeah. Oh, anyways, um, like yeah, I mean there's, so, there's there's definitely like as always with such social features, it's like definitely people can misuse them for uh like bad like like bad bad like sort of behavior but like also i think people can use them in a fun and uh interactive way like it's not uh, it's not a i mean if you're gonna be an asshole on, on, on iMessage it's like it's not like iMessage is gonna stop you from being an asshole
1: but like and this feature won't stop you from being an asshole right like this if you're a piece of shit you're still going to be a piece of shit even if you can or cannot retract messages
0: yeah exactly so i'm not like over like it's already as as just a mention. It's it's a feature that's in other messaging apps already, and the 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 whole thing of uh, ephemeral messaging is also a, a fairly new phenomenon, but it is, it is widely uh, understood. Like among as as teens, I feel like the teens would be like, "Yeah, well, I is finally getting <laughs> ephemeral, sort of ephemeral messaging." I guess.
1: But just a general uh, PSA: don't retract your nudes because um, likely they're still there. <laughs>
0: i mean social adequate is difficult
1: uh, so so i mean i mean the thing is it's about your nudes right like don't retract them. be proud of your nudes if you sent them live own it, <laughs> God damn it. if it's out um, there it's out there let's, right let's
0: just i mean let's just pretend that chosen never pretended to be a teenager just now and uh let's move on
1: <laughs> but also as well what with with um iOS 14. The home screen will now su- uh, support a list view option, like the Apple Watch. I,
0: I don't think list view is so so. Like I think the way Apple has been using icons on the on, on, the, on the on the the way that it, the iOS home screen has been for since basically launch is is the grid of icons. Like I don't have a problem with the grid of icons as a metaphor for like apps like a, a home screen. But, like, a list of apps? Like, I I don't know if that's better.
1: Well, so, according to the 9to5Mac article on this, the list view will include several different sorting options. For instance, you'll be able to filter applications such as all the apps that currently have unread notifications. And there will also be um, support for filtering apps by recently used, giving users a better indication of what apps you use the most and least That
0: is that That is... Actually, is pretty useful. Like the, the 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 sorting by notifications or sorting by uh, activity is actually pretty good because often there there are certain app that I put into folders and I forget about for months, right? Um, like I could just uninstall. Like every once in a while, I go through apps and see which ones I don't use and uninstall them. But if like the OS is just like, hey, these are the app these apps at the bottom, you you're you're not using them, so if you, like you probably should just like you know uninstall them. Yeah, I mean, I'm not, I'm curious how it's going to look really like visually. Like it's, it's going to be weird uh, to be using uh, a iOS device with uh, something like this, like a list view instead of uh, the gr- usual grid of icons. Even, even Android, where you have more options, most people use essentially a grid of icons, right? Like it's not like people are doing. Most people are doing like wacky list view stuff, right? Like on, on, on Android. Like I, I don't think that's, that's like a popular metaphor, uh, for, for like sorting your apps on your home screen, right? I don't think that's, that's what's happening, but, um, uh, sure. I mean, is it going to be optional? Like, I, like, I don't know. Is, is, are, 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 are you going to be forced to use the list view or is it like a thing where if you want to use the list of you, can use the list view? I right? imagine
1: it'd likely be optional. It's probably be like how on the Apple watch you do the um, gesture, right? The switch between them.
0: I don't know. Some people probably don't want a list view. Like some, for some people, it might just be easier. Like those icons are nice to look at and they're
1: large. Well, I think it's more of like a power user feature, right? You say for like less technical users. It just, it's it, it Having that sort of filtering stuff probably doesn't make sense to them, anyways, because it's not like they're they're using um, notification management to its fullest extent to begin with.
0: Yeah, yeah. So it's like, yes, I would imagine you could turn it on if you want. I guess it's. I'm I'm just extremely curious about the user experience there. Like uh, I I will see. I guess soon.
1: Uh, um, let's talk about something the teens really love: mouse and trackpad and keyboards.
0: <laughs> yes, the teens. The, the teens,
1: teens love, love the teens love a wimp interface. You know.
0: Oh my god! They, they, they don't. They really don't. Um, so uh, this is this has been uh, hotly discussed on uh, multiple like uh, uh, iPad centric podcasts. Namely, uh, Federico uh, has been talking about it on 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 the, what was it? Adopt I think. Uh, Adapt, yes. Um, and he's been talking about this mouse cursor support and trackpad feature. And in in iPad OS 13, there was an accessibility feature that like included support for external mice. But this is supposed to be like a full featured, uh, like a system wide proper like my, mouse and trackpad support, right? Like it's like no, this supposed to be like uh, no press. Like are you supposed to be do like right clicks and like tap clicks and switching apps? Like, like I this is good, right? Like this is nothing. I like I'm I'm like. Yeah, this is, this is, this is like just Apple iterating on the iPad Pro lifestyle, I guess. Uh, like, I want to see what this actually looks like when it comes out, but like.
1: People, like, the idea of keyboard and trackpad support makes sense. We know how this works. It's just with iOS's current UI or iPadOS's current UI, how is it going to look? That's what I think that's what it is. Like how, what do they change about the UI to work for a mouse and keyboard? Cause you could, they could go all the way, right? Like say, for example, we have a Swift UI app that has a Mac version with a Mac specific layout. And then you have an, a touch version of it. Could they do it where you plug in a keyboard and mouse and br- it just switches to be the Mac interface? I mean that would be like extremely good, but I don't think that's happening. I don't think that doesn't seem like something that Apple
0: would do. I uh I think it'll just be that the mouse, uh, mice, and trackpads are better supported and they work. Wh- I don't know if there's going to be drastic UI changes. That
1: uh I mean, I'd hope there'd be drastic maybe, UI changes it, in the current multitasking I mean, interface. Possibly, but. but
0: I'm not holding my breath because Apple has always been a little hesitant to like they they they're hesitant to admit that the that the touchscreen doesn't solve every UI and ux problem that they have on on, on ipad os right like they they realize that like pro users sometimes really do need a key like a, a physical keyboard and a trackpad and a mouse right like that is a that is a reality that they they are Willing to face, but not like extremely enthusiastically. I think it's sort of like a little. It feels a little half-hearted. Uh, I don't know if that's like the case.
1: Um, I mean, at the very <laughs> least, right? Like at least we know that even if they do it, it'll still end up probably being better than Chrome OS's version of the touch <laughs> <laughs> keyboard <Yes.
0: laughs> split. Probably, yeah. I mean, well, I, I forgot that Chrome OS actually had that. I like was that like a thing?
1: Like you know, I've I've so I recently played around with the touch interface on Chrome OS and my dad's Chromebook, and guess. What it still drops frames, it's still the animations on touch on the touchscreen interface of a Chrome OS still can't keep a consistent 60 frames while animating in Windows. Nice,
0: nice, very good, very, very, very good. Uh, What is there anything else like Apple Pencil Kit features?
1: Um, I mean, that's just basically doing like OCR, so like you could just write, um, scribble like actual um letters and have that be turned into words and, and that sort of recognition for text entry. Um, as well, there's some other. There's some accessibility features, I believe, that actually look, there's one actually, let me pull up, see, so I can get this exactly right. This actually looks pretty, pretty dope. Oh, it's
0: like, it, it'll detect sounds like fire alarms and door door knocks and doorbells, and which for people who have hearing problems, like, that's pretty cool, actually. Like, I would imagine you could use AirPods to do those, that, right, like, uh, right, like, where it's like, uh, like, audio, like, using the microphone on the, Airpo- uh, like the AirPods to... Well, you
1: can you can do that right now. Yeah, that's, that exists right now. Um, I forgot the name of the feature, but you can turn on accessibility where it uses your AirPods as an amplifier, right? So like, like a pseudo hearing aid.
0: Yeah, right, 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 right.
1: So I imagine... I would be... I would, it'd be really dope if they actually bumped that up even better. Where like, say, if you have AirPods, it'll go ahead, take the from the microphone, and it'll filter out certain frequencies, right? So, let's say, for example, you have like high, maybe low frequency um, hearing loss, and like hearing voices is hard in crowded environments, right? Because for whatever reason, the say like the rumble or like wind outside sort of just makes it harder to hear voices. And even then, even if you don't have hearing loss, sometimes that happens in general. But the phone's powerful enough to take an audio stream going in. And run like a high pass, low pass filter, right? And just sort of and filter out for yeah. They can do it in real time and filter out for yeah,
0: yeah. They can do it in real time. I mean, if 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 Overwatch not Overwatch Overcast, uh, if Overcast can do all this like cool audio stuff, yeah,
1: you can apply like an EQ to the outside world, and then like when people are talking, you know, prioritize voices and sort of amplify those up. And that's hell. That's be even better. Say if you're at like a crowded bar. Or and you you know hearing loss is a thing that happens at bars because of how loud it gets in there so many people talking, so you could have you could have noise cancellation on and then you have the microphone out just filtering people and you're wearing AirPods and it's not it might look a little strange right it but might it's not, look a little strange yes but, but it's like, I mean like it's the meme right you can't you can't speak broke so you got your AirPods in regardless <laughs> so you might as well protect your hearing right. <laughs>
0: God, I, I imagine this new culture of people at bars just having their like AirPods in and talking to each other. Like I, I imagine
1: them- as someone who frequents bars, I'm going to tell you, that's far better than what we got right now. God, that is, that is far better. I will take that culture of people like protecting their hearing and not screaming and calmly talking with AirPods in because everyone can hear each other over the mess that it is people screaming at sports games right now and other stuff. Just, just gonna put that there. I, I, you know, even if we all look like we got like toothpicks coming out of our ears, I've, I, Lord, it's far better than what is going on right now.
0: Yeah, I, I yeah, I can see it. I can see the, see the future here already. I uh, like, yeah, like, yeah, this is, I mean, I, I'm a fan, I'm always a fan of stuff that's like sort of, Uses like uh, like sort of like it uses the built-in hardware feature to extend like all like this cool. It also like it gives it, like an accessibility thing, but it also just it just improves like like it's just a qual- a good quality of life feature.
1: Uh, if- yeah, absolutely. Because there's so many uses for it. You know, like if if the if the Furcon you were going to was not canceled, you could use that there, right? Because you're at a conference hall, it gets noisy. You have these in. And like you can just like hear other people and, and not have to worry about it. Yeah. And
0: you could talk, you could have a conversation without like shouting at people. I mean, that's, that's pretty good. Uh, so anything else that was talking before we just like talk about some other like, uh, like a little working from home topic? Like, is there anything else we want to talk about? Is this like,
1: so let's see here. Um, so the I, iOS 14 still is, there's still like, they're actually, I believe they exist somewhere in iOS 13, but it's the high-end over-the-ear headphones with AirPod features that Apple has apparently been working on. That they're they're showing. There's more references to it in iOS 14.
0: Mm, I would be really curious. Actually, I'm I'm curious about that because it's like that sounds like something I might be interested in.
1: Uh... What I'm more interested in is how long until the Beats team gets disbanded? Because imagine, imagine working on the Beats team and then having those assholes at the HomePod team just keep one-upping you because <laughs> think about it like all the beats headphones have been one up right the power beats pro airpods pro the regular like beats you have regular airpods you, the over ear headphone beats there's not an equivalent right now but hey soon right and then they just get the scraps of like the h1 chip that they could put in there right it's, it's just it's a weird duality to me i
0: think at some point the beats team is gonna essentially be melded into like the rest of the audience teams because it doesn't, like, I don't know, or maybe not. Maybe Apple is just so big that those two can exist on its own for some reason.
1: Because I imagine the sound profile of this over your headphone, right? I I would hope they probably won't come out, like, of the box super flat because people super flat reference but i would imagine that apple would probably have a reference mode in there like that makes sense if they're going to make like a pro over your headphone like just have an onboard switch right for the tuning of the headphone to put into reference mode if you want to do reference work with it
0: yeah yeah like i'm actually curious about that because i want to see what apple can do in the audio space like apple what, what apple has already done in the audio space obviously like with the airpods the airpods pro I, I like i use the airpods pro and like i think i think they're pretty damn good and it's like what can they do with like more 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 space essentially because like using over over the head earphones means obviously it's a bigger driver, right? Like bigger bigger driver more battery
1: life, uh because yeah. More processing power too. Because with the home pod, right, they do the if you put it in a room. So I have mine sitting on a shelf right now. If I were to put it on the floor, it sounds flat for a quick second because it uses the microphones to detect what wh- how the audio is coming back off the walls, right? And then it'll tune the headphone or it'll tune the Rather tune the speaker to 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 what how the I believe it's the volume of the of the speaker. It basically shapes the audio, so it's always it's always sounding like it's filling the space rather than
0: yeah, exactly. So if you have like a room with high walls and like a lot of like possibility for reverb, I would imagine like it would just like lower some stuff and they can sound less reverby
1: yeah lower some frequencies and that and i imagine you could do you could do that similar processing on a regular pair of headphones right but this is just more this is just be like the sort of like how the airpods do where you put them on and then if you're in a noisy environment it'll adjust the active noise cancellation such that the music still fills the space without it being overpowering or anything like that
0: yeah yeah yeah, I'm I'm really curious actually. That's actually uh, like I'm always interested in when audio stuff Apple is gonna do because they have a real like the audio team is is, is hasn't missed the beat uh so to speak. Uh most important question though.
1: Will it have a headphone jack? No. Hey, no. No, no headphone jacks.
0: Uh it's it's gonna be wireless, right? I mean it, it's it's
1: gonna be wireless. It'll be Bluetooth, but I it just seems I imagine they'd likely want to sell these as well for like mixing music and logic and that cuz that's a, that's a huge market they could sell to then you need a wired interface yes uh or they could do some weird hacks i guess on bluetooth with, with no, Max. no 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 if you feel i think the latency
0: is just a little too high if you want to do audio work with them like you can't really do audio work with the airpods pro because it is like there's the bluetooth latency is
1: still going on right yeah it's about uh-huh. 125 milliseconds whereas when I yeah, which is fine for normal use, but yeah, not for like not for um live monitoring because the these headphones, the Audio technical ones, when I have them plugged in via the headphone jack, I actually get more latency over USB. But when I have them plugged in via a headphone jack to the MacBook, ten milliseconds is what I get in Logic in terms of the live playback, which is and ten milliseconds might sound like a lot for you, uh, for you gamers out there, but it's also it's ten milliseconds including all of the all of the plugins that are running in the chain, right? So it's, process, it's processing it all in real time. So that's why it's 10 milliseconds of latency. Because right, gamers are like, gamers all, gamers want like one millisecond.
0: No, that's like display latency. I mean, latency is, is like a topic we could get into at some point, but it is like mostly like display and input latency. So like you display latency of your monitors, like refresh, right? Like one millisecond refresh. Uh, and like input latency is essentially like how fast is like, input latency is more dependent on like also like frame rate and like, uh, how, what sort of way the game is processing, uh, Mouse and keyboard input. Uh that's also like some engines are better at it than others. And some games have like high precision input like high precision input latency options. So you can turn them on. It uses more CPU, but you get a better better input latency, like in like in Overwatch has that option in, in settings. Um so that's the thing. Uh, so that's, so this is, uh, next topic is because there's nothing else to talk about, uh, at this point because literally nobody else is talking about anything else. Uh, working from home, um, as, a, as it has become the new hot topic because everybody is, is, uh, like a, more, a lot of people are, not everybody, but a lot of people are, uh, working from home because uh every company's like
1: Well, I think I feel like we should we should phrase this the right way, um which is privileged folks who had the possibility to work from home, but worked in companies that would not allow it are now having the ability to work from home. Whereas folks who didn't have the privilege to work from home to begin with are still not working from home and are still out working service jobs in a potentially compromised environment, depending on how their company has sick policies or a lack thereof. I feel like that's the right framing going into it.
0: Yeah. uh, uh, Shout outs to our retail workers, uh, uh, people who work in food service, uh, and basically, anybody else who is not who cannot work from home uh, for uh,
1: so a good number, good number of the economy, you know, people, factories, drivers, all of that, mm-hmm.
0: people who work at airports, people who work in hospitals, basically um, everyone who
1: doesn't work in front of a computer.
0: It basically, that's a lot of people. Yes, uh, so so a, a larger number of people are working from home because it turns out a lot of jobs you do not need to be at an office to do them. It turns out uh, that you can actually do them. From, but my uh,
1: collaboration.
0: <laughs> what? what collaboration? People are like, what, like you, you talking to your coworker like once a day? Is that what that is? Like, is that what that means? I, so this, okay, let me put this in context because uh, I have been working from home ever since I've had a job. I've never had a job where I've not worked from home.
1: Which is very rare. Like, I just... That's really... I, I realized that the other day when I was like... I think we were talking about sort of playing Destiny or whatever. It was just like, damn. You are in such a small minority of people. I'm, I'm almost a little jealous. It's very strange, actually. Like I, The
0: first job I had was also like a, a job that I worked. Like, like, everybody was remote. And my second job, like the one I'm in right now, is also remote. So, like, I have never worked in an office. Uh, and... Like, I've never worked in sort of like, uh, like a physical, like environment with proximity to my coworkers. So it's like working from home is the norm for me. Right. So it is like, so I have a different experience than most. I think I like, I have a different, like, I feel like I, working from home is, how do I put this? It is, it's, it's it gives you a lot of, uh, I guess mental freedom and comfort i think because you you can sort of set up your home environment to be very comfy right you can have your nice chair you can have uh you can have your nice mouse and nice uh, loud mechanical keyboard if you want right uh you can have uh you can have music blasting as well if you want uh you can can do all sorts of stuff that, that you cannot do in an office right you can you can have all sorts of nice you can you can you can have a nice coffee machine uh you can have uh uh but also at the same time, <clears throat> you have more distractions, right? Like the biggest uh I think the biggest thing I think people talk about when working from home as like a like a hot tip is that you have to set aside like distraction free sort of like like a sort of a mentality of working, like where you're not gonna get distracted by like anything, like random noises or like just just like the internet like just not getting distracted by the internet like how do you how do you focus on stuff like how do you get stuff done when like you can just goof off on the internet like
1: right? um which you can also do in an, in an actual office too like let's like let's be very clear so at uh i don't know if i'm shooting myself in the foot here i'm totally not saying i ever did this but I'm. I've totally maybe might have had live streams of raids and Destiny going on an entire workday on a second monitor. Of
0: course, I mean, I, I'm, 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 imagining. Yeah, people in who work in offices, especially people who have cubicles or have. Oh no, offices. man, this is
1: an open office. Oh, oh, open office. Let me too. tell you, picture in picture on a Mac is beautiful because you take that stream, you do a three finger swipe, throw it off to the side, bring it back in when anyone walks by. Trust me, there's a. If you know the tricks, you already know trick so and now I, anyone like, wanna, listening to this podcast whoever might want to hire me has been like nope
0: <laughs> i i i want to like say some like other stuff that's like like more specific to like how you deal with like your mental state throughout the day so if you have like an eight-hour work day i think uh what happens sometimes when i'm working uh is that i sometimes i forget that i'm working for a long period of time and don't take breaks right uh, and i think this is this is fairly common it's like you get sort of uh your brain sort of just like, I like I know, I don't know, it's like this for everybody. Like, so, uh, sometimes I just hyper focus on a specific thing that I want to finish. And then, like, I don't want, I, like, I forget to drink water for long periods of time, which is bad, by the way. Don't do this. So remember, if you're like, if you have trouble remembering to drink water, like, there are, I think there are apps, uh, that help you with this, right? I'm pretty sure that there are a few apps like this. I've been actually considering installing some of these to check out, is like, it'll remind you to, like, you know, actually drink water every hour. Like it's like, uh, like it, don't forget to uh, sort of like take a break from the computer. Like if you if you're working at a desk and if you're sitting uh, for for like hours on end, you should like if you have an Apple Watch. This is you already know this. The yeah, watch is going to tell you to uh, stand up uh, and move around a little bit. Do that. Do and that has been very helpful to me. Like by the way, uh, sitting around for long periods of time is is not it's not ideal in for many reasons. Right. Uh, and it's like, and if you're like, if you're working sort of like uh like a, like you were using like a standing desk, right. Because some people who stand while they work. Uh, I would still recommend like people just like step away from the desk for like, like when you take a break, just step away from your desk, walk around a little bit. Uh and drink some water like i this this is like my my hot tips is drink water and walk around because i feel like people like get focused and uh, forget to take care of themselves uh when they're like really they try to do something and they like like really like maybe you're like really in like some gnarly problem solving mode and you like forget to take care of yourself so you know uh drink water uh walk around uh like look away from the screen i think uh I think what the, the this is to be like when I was a kid. Uh, I remember reading in like uh, like ergonomics chapter in like a computer textbook is that you uh, should like look into the distance, like look outside a window. Uh, I think that like I don't know if that's like an actual uh, if if you if you know anything about how eyes work uh, at me, I guess
1: uh, it's about focusing your eyes. It's not looking out into the window. It's the fact that when you're staring at your computer monitor, your eyes. Are focusing on one specific distance, right? And that'll hurt your vision over long periods of time, since our eyes are built to focus out different like lengths, right? And so it's just you're sort of stuck staring at one source of light. So the whole thing of take a break, look outside, look at something else is just to relax your eyes and let them not be stuck in that focus.
0: Oh, I see. Okay, so that yeah, that makes sense. Uh, yeah. Like also, don't forget to eat. I think some people. <laughs> Uh, you you gotta you gotta eat, fam. Uh,
1: But at the same time, don't just over snack, right? Like that's that's the important. Like it's very easy to be at your desk, like working, and not paying attention to the fact that you're eating while you're doing stuff.
0: Uh, yeah. So I don't. Yeah. So what I do is I eat. so let's let's get into what I my daily schedule. Um, so three meals a day, right? Usually lunchtime falls during work, so I eat lunch and then. Uh, around like five PM or six PM, I I drank, like a cup of tea, and that's it. Like, and the rest of it is just like I I just drink water. Like, I don't eat snacks anymore. Like, I I used to eat snacks at some point, but I I was like, I it's not good. Like, it's 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 like you just uh you don't realize it because it's like sort of happening over like a period of eight hours. But it's like uh you just sort of eat more than you want to because you do it over like that long period of time. So, you know, you got to watch out. Uh,
1: yeah. It's, it's like, watch what you eat as
0: well as how much you eat.
1: Um, With regards to working from, I feel like while it is similar to working in an office, at least for me, I've, cause while I've never been at a exclusively remote job at my prior job, we were able to work from home if we needed to, if we're sick or whatever, they would let us do some stuff from home. And I feel like it's always where, you're going to wake up some days. This is more like I guess general life advice and not working advice. But you're going to wake up some days and your brain's going to be mush and you might not be able to get certain tasks done. But usually at most jobs or every job, there's always bullshit tasks you can do that'll that no one will question your productivity but you're actually not getting anything done in terms of maybe like like general goals. Like if you're coding, right? Like you might not be building a new feature because your brain's mush and you really can't think of something. But you could just document stuff, right? Or in my prior position, we worked in Salesforce, and I hate Salesforce. Ooh, Salesforce is hot garbage. Um but with Salesforce there are so many like little things you can do right like say if you're on a support team and you you have tickets right you can organize the tickets you can go ahead and attach them to customers accounts properly you could there's always like other KPI stuff that that's regards to just like maniacal to menial whatever the word is for that task that you can go ahead and do and while that's technically work right you're not you're just like clicking and and associating things in a web browser right it's not, it's it's kind of mindless it's not really something that takes a whole lot of effort, but it's still getting something done and that's the you don't want to structure your days where you're working on a big project the entire day without little things without any little things break without
0: yeah I, uh this yeah that's that's uh you gotta pace yourself uh, i think that's that's the real thing here is that if you're, if you can, you cannot leave your, I, I feel like, I don't know, I, like, I'm not going to speak for others, but like, I, I cannot leave my brain in sort of like a, in high gear all the time, right? That's exhausting, right? Like, I cannot be like, always, like, if I'm trying to work on a pro, like, I work on a thing, and it's like, I'm constantly on it, like, it, it'll wear me out. So you got to learn to sort of like, you know, take some breaks, uh, like, even if it's just doing like, menial uh uh, easy tasks that you don't that don't really require that much uh mental effort right
1: that's or even like since you if you are in an office and you have the privilege of not asking someone you got to like use the bathroom right when you got to use the bathroom go use the bathroom and don't hold it in i feel like that's a thing that since when i was working in office like i realized after a while i'm like i kind of just don't go to the bathroom when I work but like it's like and it's not like you don't it's it's like sort of like a weird mental thing right you think to yourself like oh I need to get this task done. Like, nah. If you're if you're thirsty, grab some water, right? If you gotta pee, go like pee. Like don't don't just be chained to your desk the entire day. Yeah, that's
0: that's also another thing. Yeah, like just if you're if you need to drink water, if you need to use wash washroom, just 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 go. It's fine. Uh not, nothing is gonna catch on fire if you do that. Uh
1: also, if you're in retail as well, let me tell you, that's a great hot tip. If you got to use the bathroom, you go do it. Side story that I feel like I want to share now because I don't like, I can retail was the, was the bane of my existence. I remember one time, busy Sunday, blind super full, bro, I was about to pee myself. Like, I was, it was bad. So I call my manager and I'm like, hey, I have to go. Like, if, can I clear out the line, close it real quick, or can you cover for me for like five seconds? And then she was like, figure it out. Me, I don't like holding it. So I literally looked at this I waited until I got a Hispanic mother, right? I was like, I can't I can't do this with any white people. It has to be like, you know, like a Spanish mother, like a black mother, you know, somebody who'll understand.
0: Somebody who's gonna know. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. And I looked there and I'm like, my boss is an asshole. I've had to pee for the last hour and she told me I can't go. Can you just give me like five seconds? I'll give you a discount on your ticket or whatever. Just give me like five seconds or and then I just like walked off. It was it was a glorious day. I took matters into my own hands and that's 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 workers rights right there.
0: For real, for real. Like that's 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 actually. And another thing I think is like uh um, like, like if you're you're working from home you're probably using some sort of uh group messaging uh, platform like uh Slack or uh what is that? What are the other ones? Uh, Microsoft Teams,
1: right? Uh Or if your company is unfortunately Cheap Google Hangouts.
0: I mean, Google Hangouts sounds pleasant compared to um, It does not. It
1: does not. Imagine an 80 person team in a Google Hangout. You don't have, you, you either have notifications on or off. There's no mentioning, there's no threads. Mm, that's, yeah, that's. I, I've worked at a place we use Google Hangouts for a chat. It was horrible. I, I literally like, spent half my time there convincing them to either switch to Slack or like the new Hangouts that actually works like Slack. God, yeah, and it's like I, I,
0: my first job. It was uh, a, a Skype group chat.
1: By oh the my way. God, I'm I'm so sorry.
0: <laughs> it was it, at least it wasn't like 80 people. It was just like five people, basically. So like it wasn't like terrible, but Skype is really like it has its it has many issues. Uh, let's just let's just leave it at that. But if you're using something like Slack, uh, like if you're gonna like. Add a coworker, like I don't know, like if there's like some etiquette on adding a coworker. Uh, If like if somebody, like if you add somebody and they don't respond immediately, it's it's probably because they are busy and they cannot respond immediately. Sometimes I'm doing something uh, and I can't respond immediately. Like I like I'm literally in the middle of something and like I like or I'm like on a call or like if they don't respond immediately, just you know don't be a dick and be like. Hey, bro, can you, I mean, it's like, it's not like you just wait a little bit, like give them some time, right? Like if, it's like wait, like if it's not, like if it's not an urgent thing, like if you want to just ask a uh, co-worker, like some question or like some, some, like some, something like that, it's like, if you're going to message them, like add them in a, in a public channel or maybe DM them, um, you don't expect like an immediate response. I feel like some, I think the sort of like the way messaging systems are designed as like you expect immediate responses, but sometimes people are in the middle of something and they, they essentially have to switch gears. Basically like you have to stop what you're doing and then look at the message, read the message and then respond to it. Right. It's like, you, if you're in the middle of something, you might not want to respond to a message right away because it'll break your flow. Um So like, yeah, so like you gotta, you gotta learn like how your coworkers I think respond to messages are
1: I mean the I feel like the only time you ever needed like someone's immediate attention is if there's a fire. And if there's a fire, that probably should be you, your boss, and your coworker involved and not just you and your coworker. <laughs>
0: just like pull the fire alarm. Yeah. No,
1: not pulling the I mean not an actual fire, but like something's on fire. Like I guess I this is for my time working a support role, right? Like there's a fire means like a customer's threatening to sue us and I really need to talk to the person who was the last person they talked to. I usually would then get my boss involved and we they would like try and find that person as well with me, right? Kind of, yeah mm-hmm.
0: yeah yeah you can yeah mm-hmm. that's that's the thing.
1: Like there's there's a structure there of how to deal with fires. And that's usually the only time you ever need someone's immediate and direct attention. Otherwise most things can wait cuz it's not like, sure it might be annoying, but like once again, if you if you're finishing something and you're waiting on one person's more feedback on it, like I don't know, just go do another bullshit task real quick, right?
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah like like often sometimes I'll I'll do something and I'll like respond to what is it? Uh, Asana um, is is a task management tool. A uh, project management utility um, like I'll respond I'll ask for feedback or like I'll say like hey is this good uh, or do, should we do something else etc and like I'll just people won't respond to the next day and that's fine like I think yeah that's that's like it's 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 good some people are like it's not urgent so no I think people need to manage their expectations and also like especially if you are working with people who have uh, who have children Uh. It's it's. I think people don't realize children are unpredictable, uh, and like you gotta deal with emergency issues all the time, right? Like, so you gotta like if you gotta you gotta step out a little bit. You gotta let your coworkers know that you gotta. I don't know. Take your kid to the doctor. Like it's it's stuff like that happens, right? Uh, so you gotta. Sometimes you gotta have an emergency, like so. Like you just you got at least if you are going to have an emergency, you should at least let your coworkers know that you gotta step out, right? Like, especially if like. Uh like if all of you are working remotely right? like it's like somebody's going to cover for you a little bit so you know uh that's the thing uh, what else? I'm trying to remember what else. I, I can't think of anything else. So,
1: I think it's just more of like general like tips on like I think I've mentioned it on this podcast before, or might been I, I don't remember. have I been another one where like when I was um at my prior company, like the first time we'd get like a new hire, and like I'd always sit them down and I'd be like, "Here's how you use a computer before you learn anything about this, right? Like here's how you do task management. Here's how you properly manage email, and like it's those are the same like things for like either for working in office or from home. That at the end of the day, you it's beneficial to get efficient at, and I I'm so sorry for phrasing these like this. It's it's beneficial to be really good at being productive on a computer and to understand like how to triage things right and to handle your email and to not let things stack up, and just to be like on top of that. And if and also understand that some things it's okay to throw them at the bottom of the priority list, right?
0: Yes. Okay. So this is uh, yeah, this is this is key. I think the ability to learn how to. uh triage and prioritize is extremely important i think especially if you, everybody is remote like it's like if the if there's a project and like what is the priority like you got to the first thing i always ask when this when like if you have a good project manager the first thing they should always be doing when you have like set out a new project is like setting the priorities right like what are the what are the tasks that need to be focused on first and what are the tasks that are like that are like Important, nice, but like it's not important that you finish them straight away. Like so, it's like you gotta set priorities and be able to triage, right? Like it's it's the triage or right? rather It's like if you have e- if you deal using email, you gotta learn how to use. Uh, say if you're using Google Apps, learn how to use the filter system to triage, uh, like set filters. Some, some, you don't need to see every message probably, right? Some messages are probably just like a coworker setting kind like an FYI email. Like you don't need to respond to that. Like you, that, that can be filtered out and like you can put that in a different box or to so read later. Like you can, you can do filtering to sort that. And if you Labels using, are
1: beautiful for Gmail. Yes. Very, um, good, to- very powerful since we we had a we worked at partner companies my prior um job and basically we would have like customer activation letters go ahead and be sent to us um through email but that'd be mixed in with all my regular email right so I would essentially go ahead and have to basically have those all those not hit my inbox be marked as right and go to one just called like activation letters or else my entire inbox would be full like with two hundred emails every day when i when I came in of things I don't yeah, need exactly
0: like i i i i would have I, like i have filters for like new orders coming in right like they're, they're, I get emails for new orders, but I don't have to read those uh and it's like it's not important that I read those actually uh so like those go into a little uh Little like, like folder outside of the inbox. So it's like, I don't see them in the inbox. So it's not cluttering up my inbox from stuff that I need, actually need to see. Right. So it's like, you gotta, you gotta be, use the tools that you have. And like, if you're using Slack, uh, you know, it mute certain channels that you don't need to see, that you don't need to. I think Slack has like, if you're in a lot of channels, some channels are probably not important to your specific task or job right like it's not like you need to be like if, if there's if there's like a general social channel like you know I, I, a lot of companies have like a sort of like uh like just like people would just people just talk about whatever right like it's like a sort of like a chill channel like you can like maybe you turn off the like you mute that channel so you're not like getting distracted or like uh like if there's like other channels that you don't need to always be listening to maybe check in like once a day uh and like you should just like mute them right like you should use the slack uh, option to meet them right and uh, another thing is also uh this is the i think one of the most important things when it comes to working from home is the ability, ability ability to set the boundaries between work and your personal life right like be able to disconnect from work completely i think because because when you work from home your work and your home life is like intertwined by just nature of it, right? Like, it's just, that's how it is. But you, you can, you can, there are, like, there are ways to, like, disconnect. Like, when you are off the clock and you don't need to be on call, right? Uh, turn off Slack notifications, turn off email notifications. Uh, I don't know. Like, yeah, just, like, turn off, like, whatever notifications you don't, like, work notifications that you don't need to get. Like,
1: it's like, there's, man, I didn't even, I don't even put any of that on my phone. Like, None of it's on my, I don't keep work. I mean, like, yeah, I, if you
0: do though, that's, that's what I'm saying. Like, if you have the work stuff on your phone, because sometimes like you, you do, it's just, that's how it is. And it's like, just, just turn those off. Like as soon as you, like if, if Friday is done, you just turn those notifications off and then you can turn them back on, on, on Monday. Like that, that's, 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 that's what I do. Uh, so, you know, like that's something I think people need to be able to separate, like, have boundaries set like i'm not going to be like i'm not going to be responding on weekends like that's that's not going to happen right uh so so that's that's like the last thing i can offer is like be able to set your boundaries as much as you can right um that's it i guess um should wrap this up um i think as always I, i people have uh work like work from home stories experiences tips let's let's talk uh you can you can find me on the fediverse at packetcat at ten forward uh you can uh email us both contact at two shades of brown dot com that's also on the website um uh, Christian, where do people find you
1: you all can find me online at chose or on mastodon at cho dot x y z and as well um due to the fact that everything has now been cancelled. We, it's, we, I was joking about it earlier in the week, but I'm actually thinking maybe doing like a little ChosaCon online, you know, a little, little day, you know, get a little IRC channel set up, get, get the Icecast server, do, do a bunch of fake real talks, you know, stream them out, have some community participation. And any ideas on, on what you think would be good for that would be, would be, uh, would be, you know, helpful because ideally it'd be more of just, you know, we could obviously like maybe live stream a little podcast style thing. I could probably get some, some other cool friends, some cool massive friends to like, you know, give like a little talk that's just streamed out to folks and then maybe try and convince one of our, one of our artist friends to like a little DJ set or play something as well. All sort of virtual, everyone, you know, hanging out in an IRC room for it, you know, just to go ahead and ease your mind or, you know, for those of you who are still working retail out there you know just help you forget of the of impeding doom you know yeah
0: (laughs) and with that goodbye
1: (laughs) (laughs) bye